Good morning, good morning on this triumphal Thursday morning. Good morning, good morning on this triumphal Thursday morning. I'm your host, JB Lee, on the Love Morning Show. Good morning, good morning on this triumphal Thursday. I am your host, JB Lee. On the Love Morning Show. What a good morning it is. We say good morning to you. Wherever you are. If you're traveling. Listening on uh, anything. Your car. Your home. Listening on Facebook Live. We say good morning to you. And what a good morning it is. God loves us this morning. He woke us up. He gave us another day. He gave us chance to enjoy this day to the fullest and we are going to do that on this morning we thank God we thank him for this wonderful triumphal Thursday morning listen God has said some wonderful things about you on this morning he says he says that he loves us with an everlasting love he says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and he says that we are more than conquerors. He says that he loves us with an everlasting love. That we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And we are more than conquerors. Do you believe that this morning? Do you believe all that he says about you? He says he wants us to speak to our day. And we've been doing a declaration over our day every morning, Monday through Friday. Me and Eleanor do it on Saturday and also on Sunday. We speak to our day every day of our life. And we expect our day to be as God says it is. And we try to line up with that day, what he says, and what we say about our day. And we thank God. Listen. We're headed into Friday, and uh, I'm telling you, we plan on having a good weekend because God is good, God loves us, and he wants us to enjoy life, and that's exactly what we're going to attempt to do every day. And on this weekend, listen, tonight is our Bible study night. We have Bible study every Thursday, 7 p.m. on my regular page on Facebook Live, and we have it on Zoom. So if you want to catch it on Zoom, most people that come on Zoom like to interact, have things to say, uh, uh, interject things, which is good. It, uh, it it helps get their opinions, not just their opinion, but it helps whatever they feel that God's leading them to say. I mean, it's good. It's good. So we have we have an open forum where if you come on Zoom, you'll be able to to. Uh, to get in on the conversation, get in on the Bible study, and we enjoy that because some people have questions, some people have answers, and it all helps. It all helps. No one person knows it all because God speaks to all of us, and he gives all of us insight. My insight might be different from yours. Yours might be different from mine, but we can we can get down into the scripture, see what the scripture says. It will, the truth will reveal itself in the midst of us. So we thank you. So tonight, 
I said yesterday, tonight we're going to be talking about, on our Bible study, we're going to be talking about imagination, uh, information, and communication. Uh, it's going to be imagination, information, and communication. And so what we're, what we're doing uh, today, we're going to talk about information. <laughs> information. We covered imagination some yesterday. Today we're going to be talking about information, and what we said yesterday that, that there's 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 one thing that's 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 uh, more powerful than anything else in the universe, and that is God's love. <clears throat> that's His love, excuse me. And so we realize that there's nothing more powerful than His love, but there are three things that are also powerful. They're not as powerful as His love. Would never be. Nothing will ever be as powerful as His love. But there are three powerful things that that we kind of overlook and one of them imagination the other is information and the other is communication so when we when we when we look at the information part of it everything that we uh, encounter in life every every day of our life when we when we wake up in the morning uh, when we on our way going where we're going, we're always gathering information, whether it's on uh, Facebook, TikTok, uh, whatever other media platforms that you use. Those media platforms are full of information. The news, the, uh, just the TV itself is full of information. You get uh, <laughs> that's why the uh, there's so many uh, when you listen at the uh, the looking at TV and the reason you have so many commercials is they are trying to get information out to you. And so what happens is they use those commercials to, to draw you in. That's information. It draws you into things that you wouldn't normally uh, advertise to or, or, or you wouldn't give your consumer or you wouldn't be consumed by it or, or be a consumer of it is that you get that information from commercials. Um, you know, uh, Maxwell, good to the last drop. Uh, Coca-Cola commercials and all these things draw us in, and so information is very powerful. Information is very, very powerful, and we take that information, and sometimes we look it up to see if it's true. Sometimes we don't. We take their word for it. <coughs> Excuse me. And then that's how you get so many uh, lawsuits about false advertisement is you believe the information from the onset of you first hearing it. And then after you buy the product or you, <laughs> whatever you you are, or you it's something about a vacation and you get there and it's not like that, that like it's been advertised. The, what you see is not what you heard in the information. And when you order products or you get a product, and it's not like you heard in the information. Then you get these lawsuits and you get these people that want their money back. Because what happened is you got some bad information. You got some inaccurate information. Same way with the news. We learned over the years, this last couple of years, and all the presidential campaigns and debates and all this stuff that's been going on for the last, gosh, Lee, several years. That there has been some bad information, some false information. But it's all been information. And there have been some good information. But it has all been information. 
and information steers people into things that they wouldn't get into. It steers people into things that they need to be into. Information is very powerful. The world would not be like it is without information. So you have to realize information is needed. But it depends on how much merit you put on the information. And we'll go to another level. Information, a lot of times when, when, we, when we, are, we are in our walk with God, he gives us information. He gives us insight. The Holy Spirit said he'll lead and guide us into all truth. Well, he, his leading and guiding us into all truth has to do with information. He gives us information. He shares with us. The Holy Spirit shares with us what is in the heart of the Father because he said he don't speak on his own behalf. He speaks of what the Father says. So he shares, the Holy Spirit shares with us information pertaining things to our life, pertaining to things to come, pertaining to things that we need to know spiritually. And it all comes through information. When we pray, when we pray, we talk to God. That is, we're getting, we, we're, we're sharing with him information that he already knows. But then he gives us information that we don't know. So it's very important. We have to understand that information is very, very powerful. And our lives are directed by information. Whether it's good information or bad information, our lives are directed by information. Think about it. Think about it. everything that goes on in your life. How do you, how, how can you live your life without information? What would your life be like without information? You can say, well, I, if I lived out on an island by myself and nobody else around and no radio, no TV, no this, no that, you will still encounter information because information don't have to be audible. You will be looking at the stars and you'll be looking at the sun, the moon, and when the moon comes up, and goes down that's information that lets you know that the uh if the moon goes if the moon goes up you know that it's becoming night that's information if it goes down you know it's becoming daylight when the sun comes up you know that it's becoming daylight when the sun goes down you know it's becoming night it's information if you're out near water and the tide rolls in you, that's information when it rolls out it's information because then you have to know how to govern your life according to the tide. If you live that way, listen, everybody encounters information. The people that live like the Amish people, that's, you know, that's, that's uh, pretty much taking themselves out of the uh, media world. They still ask, uh, have to get information. And they do. They get it through other means. Might not be the same way we do. But they encounter information every day. Tell me what you think about the information. We'll be talking about it tonight, 7 p.m. on Thursday night Bible study. We'll be talking about imagination, information, and communication. All right. Let's get on down. Let's get on down to our topic for today. Our topic for today is... <laughs> Our topic for today is what lane are you supposed to drive in? What lane on a four-lane highway? Now, we all know, I hope we all know, 
on a two-lane highway, what lane we supposed to drive in, but on a four-lane highway, what lane are you supposed to drive in on that four-lane highway? Again, we all should know, without a doubt, on a two-lane highway, what lane we should be in. But on a four-lane highway, what lane do we drive in? What, what lane do we post somebody and say, well, you got two lanes. You can drive in either one of them. <laughs> that much is true to a certain extent. You are not supposed to be in the left-hand lane if you're doing 35 in a 55-mile-per-hour speed zone. Let me say that again. If you are on a two-lane highway, a four-lane highway, excuse me, and you are in the left-hand lane, you should not be driving 35 miles per hour if the speed limit is 55. If the speed limit is 55 on a four-lane highway, you, if you're driving 35, you need to be in the right-hand lane. (laughs) What lane? Are you supposed to drive in? Some people say, well, I can drive in both. They're right there on the four-lane highway. Well, yes, you can. But by law, the slower vehicles should be in the right-hand lane. And everybody that's going the speed limit or above, which you're not supposed to go above, but if you're going at least 55 in a 55 miles per hour speed zone, then you are should be in the left-hand lane if you are going less than the posted speed limit you should be in the right-hand lane and i know a lot of times on the highways here in in these uh uh i call them rural areas where there is a uh, turnoffs and all that stuff and you might want to make an exit off to your left then yes you have to get in the left-hand lane to make that exit but when you get in that left-hand lane you should not slow down to 25 until you get to your exit you should keep going at a moderate pace at least 50 miles per hour until you get to your turn off and the reason (laughs) i see this all the time i used to be a truck driver years ago and uh man it is it is it's really kind of devastating to a truck driver to be trying to hammer down to get to where they're going because most people already know truck drivers if you don't have a truck with a governor on it you are going to speed and so when you're trying to get to your destination to make a delivery or make a pickup or whatever you're doing you are trying to get there as soon as you can and uh you always got we used to call them years ago i don't know what they call them now we used to call them four-wheelers you always got a four-wheeler in that left-hand lane driving 45 35 40 and they will not move unless you get right up on them or blow your horn or blink your lights and then they look at you like you crazy <laughs> i never forget years ago like i said when i was driving i was going down i was going on this trip and uh I was in the left-hand lane. I was probably doing about 70-something. And uh, this lady, this lady uh, came out from the right. She came onto the highway from the right. I'm in the left-hand lane. She came onto the highway from the right. 
And instead of instead of her getting in the lane that was closest to her, I, I can't explain this. Don't know how, why. But instead of her getting in the right-hand lane because she come out from the right, instead of her getting on the highway in the right-hand lane from the side that she come out on, she comes on the highway and gets exactly in. Fr- I mean, it's like she, I don't know what was going on. She, she got, it was almost intentionally got in front of me in the left-hand lane. And when she did, I had to start braking. Not just my regular uh, air brake, my, my uh, foot brake, but I also had to use what we call the hand glide brake, where it puts brakes on the trailer uh, more, more steadier to keep the, the trailer from going from side to side. And uh, when I got up close on it, this lady had kids in her car. And I seen the sign up the road some. Where she was going to turn was on the right. She got in the left-hand lane in front of a uh, 18-wheeler, <laughs> and I think we drove like that for maybe two minutes. And she was driving slow, and uh, finally she got over when it came time for her to get in the right-hand lane to make the turn to take her kids to the school because I seen a school sign she had kids in the car. So I, my assumption that she was going to the school, why did she jump in the left-hand lane to make a right-hand turn? I have no idea. But uh, from that incident, from that, I understood that people are not aware that these uh, 18-wheelers cannot stop on a dime. So do you drive? Do you do your driving in the left-hand lane or the right-hand lane on a four-lane highway? What do you do? Do you get in the left lane and drive 25, 35? That lane is for traffic that's moving, trying to get somewhere. The other lane, the right-hand lane, is for those that are going casually about their day. (laughs) What you think about it? I know you see it out there driving. You get in the left hand or the right hand lane. All right, let's go down to our lunch menu for today. Our lunch menu for today is, we got a good one today, y'all. We got something good today. We got something good today. We got some lamb chops and mac and cheese. Lamb chops and mac and cheese. That's on our lunch menu for today. Lamb chops. And mac and cheese. Now, you've heard me talk about mac and cheese before, but I reiterate it. I do not want no soupy mac and cheese. When I when when I eat mac and cheese, I want it to be solid. Some people you go somewhere, you know, they having a function and they say, What you got? Well, I got some potato salad and got some mac and cheese. They call that out first. And you go look at it, it look like potato salad soup and mac and cheese soup. I want my mac and cheese. When I eat mac and cheese, I want the edges, every edge of it. I want it crusty. I want it just about burnt around the edges. I want it solid. I want it to be able to cut. You have to cut it with a knife. That's how I like my mac and cheese. With all the different kind of cheeses you can put in it. But I want it solid. I don't want it running. I want no running mac and cheese. (laughs) 
I want mine so solid you got to cut it in squares with a knife and then to, to uh, put it in the microwave just to heat it up just a little bit. That's good mac and cheese. Lamb chops. I love lamb chops when I eat them. Don't eat them very often. But lamb chops, I want them on the grill if, if possible. I want them cooked good, but not too long. I don't want them dry. But anyway, that's our lunch menu for today. Lamb chops, mac and cheese. All right, let's get to our declaration for today. Our declaration for today is, as it is every day, today is a blessed day, a day full of love because, God, you are love. A day full of grace, a day full of mercy, a day full of peace, a day full of joy, a day full of help, a day full of prosperity, a day full of all of who you are, God, because you are our everything. Let's do it one more time. Today is a blessed day, a day full of love because, God, you are love, a day full of grace, a day full of mercy. A day full of peace, a day full of joy, a day full of help, a day full of prosperity, a day full of all of who you are, God, because you are our everything. Let's do it one more again. Today is a blessed day, a day full of love because, God, you are love, a day full of grace, a day full of mercy, a day full of peace, a day full of joy. A day full of help, a day full of prosperity, a day full of all of who you are, God, because you are our everything. Listen, speak to your day. It matters what you say about your day. Your day is waiting in expectation for you to say something good about it. And today, we are going to have a good day. Listen, go bless somebody. Help somebody. Pray for somebody. Do what you can for somebody. But don't let somebody mess up your day. Not even yourself. Listen, God loves you. He's not mad at you. He's not disappointed in you. He is not angry with you. He is not playing Santa Claus in your life. He loves you with an everlasting love. And you have to remember that. Keep that in your mind. That he is who he say he is and we are who we he say we are. So remember that today. God loves us. He cares for us. Check in on him sometime to see what he got for you. He loves us. He wants the best for us. He wants us to prosper even as our soul prosper. Be in him. Live long life in him because he is our everything. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Check in on him. See what he got for you. He is who he says he is. He is love. Listen, go have a wonderful, wonderful Triumph Thursday on this beautiful Thursday morning. We love you here at the Love Morning Show. Go. Be you. Help somebody. Love on yourself. Be who God says you are. We out.
worship, a glorious. 